Hi guys, welcome back to Your Worth More Than a Number, a weekly podcast where I share experiences and advice for people going through recovery, recovered, or just want some encouragement. This week, I am going to be finishing the debunking of the most frequent misconceptions of eating disorders, and today, I'm going to be debunking that an eating disorder is something you can just snap out of. It's Madison from You Are Worth More Than a Number. I just want to pop on real quick and tell you about today's sponsor for this episode. An eating disorder is something you can just snap out of. (laughs) Nope. (laughs) Man, I wish this was true and reality, but sadly, it's not. Eating disorders are life-threatening mental illnesses where the person deserves compassion, treatment, and support. If you could just snap out of it, I would be out of it right now. If I could just be like, I'm done, I don't want to be in this anymore, I'd snap my fingers and I'd be out, I would have been out of this a while ago. And this sort of relates back to the myth that I debunked on how eating disorders are not choices. Just like people don't choose to one day have an eating disorder, you can't choose to one day snap out, snap your fingers and be freed from this illness. That's just not how it works. It's not that simple. It's not that easy. If it was that simple and if it was that easy, there wouldn't be all these licensed professionals that had jobs to do this. Like, I wouldn't, my dietitian wouldn't be a dietitian. My therapist wouldn't be a therapist. Like, if this was just something you could just snap out of, it would be something you could just snap out of and a lot of people would be lost for jobs. Eating disorders take different amounts of time to recover from based on how serious your condition is. So like if it's really bad, it might take a couple years. If it's not as bad, it might only take you a month, but that's also not the only factor that plays into how long it takes you to recover. Another factor is it who you are as a person, like how disciplined you are to recovering and many other factors. Like basically eating disorders and eating disorder recovery is not the same exact thing for everyone. And that therefore you can't just rid of it in an instant. Like everyone experiences an eating disorder differently. Even if you and someone else both have anorexia, your anorexic behaviors and disordered eating is different and not the same. You might have similarities, but it's not the exact same. Same thing with like your recovery. Yours might only take, you might only take a few months, even if you are in like a really, really bad place, but you're really disciplined. It might only take you like a year. Some people, it might take them 10, 15, 30. Hopefully it doesn't take you that long, but some people it does. Sometimes it can take years, like I just said, to be rid of them. And for some, it only takes a few months. And there's no telling how long it will take you individually to heal. Like you don't get an eating disorder and go, well, it's only going to take me like three months or I'm going to be cured in like a month. That You can't do that. That's not how it works. It just doesn't work like that. <laughs> if it did, I would already be healed. And you have, to, And that's why it takes patience and really really hard discipline work because because they aren't just you can't just rid of them in an instant you have to be very patient and you have to be willing to work really hard the important part here is to realize that there's no quick fix to an eating disorder it takes time 
and money and patience to recover. Let me repeat that because it's important. The important part here is to realize there is no quick fix to an eating disorder. It takes time and money and patience to recover. Like you can't just recover overnight. You can't you can't do that. You can't have an eating disorder one day and be like, okay, well tomorrow I'm not going to have an eating disorder. I'm going to wake up and be perfectly fine. That's not how it works. And a lot of people, I think, get skeptical and forget that because they think, especially if they don't have a mental illness or an eating disorder, people tend to think that you can just like fix it by eating. You can just fix it by doing this. You can just fix it by stopping your behaviors. But the thing is, is like you can't just fix it by stopping your behaviors. It takes so much more work. A lot of it is infested in in your mind and a lot of people don't realize that I didn't even realize that when I was first struggling I didn't realize that it was mostly my mind I thought it was mostly to do with food but 99% of the time your eating disorder is not about the food it's about your mental health and something going on mentally with you And it's not usually, yes, food comes wrapped in there, but that's usually the easiest thing to fix. It's the mental piece that takes a long time. And so you may be listening to me and you're like, I don't understand. I was recovered in two months, three months. Yeah, but were you fully recovered in three months? Did you really, honestly, three months later have no disordered thinking, no urges, no mental breakdowns over food, no this, no that? The answer is probably no. Not to call you out, but it's probably no. You may have been recovered in three months food-wise, weight-restored-wise. Yeah, that's completely normal and that's possible. But mentally, that's just a little short. Most people, it takes them at least a year to recover fully. But usually it's longer. And a lot of you, if you're really brand new to the recovery thing or listening to me and you're like, oh my gosh, like at least a year. But the thing is, is like when you're in the recovery journey and you're very invested in wanting to get healthy, you will take and do anything you can to get there. Even though it might take you a longer time to do it, you will do anything and everything to get healthy again. And that's like, what I felt. Yeah, I wasn't as serious about recovery in the beginning, but towards the middle, I got really, really serious and I'm still very serious about it. And now look where I am. I feel good in my skin. I'm healthy. I look good. I'm almost weight restored. I'm pretty neutral with most foods. I have to still work on some mental things, especially around body image. But for the most part, I'm in a really good space and place. And the thing is, is like, I had to work my butt off and had to be seriously invested. I didn't just change my mind over this or fix it overnight. That's not what happened. I worked my little behind off like crazy. And that's why it's so important to realize that eating disorders aren't something you can just snap your fingers and quickly fix because it takes time. And that's like when people come to you and they're like, I don't understand, just eat or just eat more. It's just that's not what happens because it's so much more than that. 
it's so much more than just eating more. It's so much more than just stop throwing out food or stop lying about food. Stop throwing, making yourself throw up. It's so much more than that. It's something you have to reframe your mental space and your your mind about how you look at food, feel about food, feel about your body, feel about life, feel about everything. You have to reframe your whole thinking around food, exercise your body, and just life in general because it gets so distorted and warped in an eating disorder or any kind of disordered eating that you have to basically reframe everything and that's what I've had to do and I'm still working on the reframing of exercise. Right now, like I've talked about in YouTube videos, I'm cleared to exercise technically, but I don't want to go. I don't want to exercise. And that's where I'm still working on the reframing process because in the past, I would make myself go even if I didn't want to go. But I don't want to do that because I know that's unhealthy and then it can turn into a compulsive exercise disorder. And I don't want to go back to that because I technically had a borderline that, borderline one of those two, the beginning of my eating disorder. And so I'm still working on reframing my mind and like I'll have urges to be like, let's just go to UREC. But I'm like, do you really want to go to UREC? Are you just saying that because you feel bloated? And half the most of the time it's because I feel bloated. And so I'm like, nope, we're not going to go. We're going to stay here and we're going to watch something. And that's the thing. Eating disorder recovery and eating disorders in general is way more than just eating more. It's not just about the food. ETs are mental illnesses, like I've said out throughout this whole episode and multiple episodes. They are mental illnesses, chronic mental illnesses. The biggest thing, I guess, that I want you guys to take away from this series on my podcast as it's coming to an end is to stop giving into stereotypes and stigmas. Stop th- listening so much to what society says. Because honestly, in all reality, you have no idea what a person is going through based on how they look, act, what they eat, what they wear, what they do. Um, You don't know. You don't know. And so you have to really stop and think before you just make a judgment. And I know it's hard because I struggle with this. But really stop and ask yourself before you just make a judgment. Like, is this really what I want to do? Do I really... What, am I really unfairly, un, am I unfairly judging them or is this actually how they are? Even if it is actually how they are, don't judge them. Like that's just who they are. I thank God every day that there's different people in this world because if we were all the same freaking person, I would be so bored. We'd all be bored. It'd be so freaking boring. And so stop giving in to stereotypes and stigmas. You read things, take everything you read with a grain of salt like on social media, whatever it is, even if it's someone that's very real and very raw, take it with a grain of salt. Because yes, they may be very real and very raw, but the thing is, is you can't fully invest yourself in everything that they say because then you start comparing yourself to what they're doing or judging them for what they're doing, and that's not good. So stop the judgment and be a friend to people because you never know what someone's going through and you could be the difference in someone's life. Stop listening to stereotypes and stigmas in society and be that friend to someone. Because you never know, you could change their life. Friends, thank you so much for listening again this week. There are only two more episodes left in season two. Oh my god! 
gosh! The last two episodes I am going to use to reflect and talk about the holiday stress and also to look back on this year and everything. But before then, if you have any questions or comments or concerns, feel free to Instagram DM me at Madison Parmeter or email me at madisonparmeter.gmail.com. Before you go, please subscribe if you haven't already and leave me a rating and a review because I love reading them. They're free. They help me to know exactly what you like and don't like about my podcast. And they also help get my podcast out into the space and the internet so more people can be helped and given good advice. Anyway, guys, I love you so much. And I can't express and thank you enough for all the love and support you guys give me. It makes doing this so much easier every single week. And I will talk to you guys very soon.